No, we did. We did. We uh, we had uh, some other people booked though. That's why all these chairs was in here. Oh, y'all book people down, huh? Yeah, we tried <laughs> booking info in the bio. Booking <laughs> in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> we we try to do some planning. Like, y'all man. got the chairs set up like y'all had choir practice. Man, man. studio audience. <laughs> live studio audience. Like Martin, where Martin had the look. <laughs> That's what we was talking about. Like, listen, man, we had like twelve people in the studio. We're like, we just cool with just three. Like three yeah. songs good. So we want we wanted to get together. Um, we brought in that voice you hear is our our, our, our brother, our friend. My, I call him Pops, my spiritual mentor. He held a lot of titles in my life. Uh, marriage bum. counselor. <laughs> what you say? He's a bum. Yeah, I'm a bum. I got a bigger beard than you. <laughs> Mo, tell the people about yourself. You know where can they check you out? Where can they find you at? Hey. Your social media. There's a lot to tell. Your um, social security number. I don't even know. Depends I don't on even your bank know. account. Uh, I just, uh, I, I got checking and a saving. <laughs> I don't even know. For real, for real. I don't even know. Oh, my email. I mean, my Instagram. My email. My, my email. Instagram is MoPreach21. M-O-E Preach21. Um, You've been having some good lifting messages on Facebook, too. I'm getting ready to actually do something with those. You've been having some good uh, ones. Facebook, mm-hmm. I am, uh, I believe, Maurice R. Coffee. And then um, I don't even know what my Twitter is. I've been neglecting Twitter. But I do know Snapchat because that's where it go down at, right? <laughs> Snapchat means that. Right. Snapchat means that scripture. Snapchat, my uh, my Snapchat name, I got to pull it up. It's Mo <laughs> Preach, M-O-E Preach. There we go. But, um. What you want me to tell the people? So that's good right there. What okay. you want to know, man? You, you strapped as you guy. speak, man. That's yeah, no <laughs> doubt. But I'm sure some of it will come out as we as we dialogue about these topics. Most yeah, time, time. so we wanted to bring Mo in because um, we, we in a group chat, us three together, and it's like we all licensed gun owners, all black, of course, um, <laughs> and just always talking about these different things, and the, with that last verdict, man, with that Philando Castile, man, I just I still feel some kind of way, honestly. And I'm glad we couldn't record on Saturday because I was still low key messed up, you know. Like I still I I told myself about what it was was it July was it June of last year when it happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, so yeah. I told myself like, okay, this is I said this on my I gave it like a reserve spot in my brain. This is the last one. If this one doesn't go through in the court system and a conviction isn't, it, a conviction isn't you know found in this one, and that's the last one I was gonna give up on. Yeah. Like, so many happened since then that I gave up on <laughs> way before then. So it's like I thought I was numb, 
But then I just started looking into it and just reading more articles. And it was like, I still, I still, like, it still hit me. Like, it still hurt a little bit. Like, like I was really jacked up. Like, I shed a couple of tears out of it, you know, yeah. just thinking about it, man. Because, like, Philando, a lot of people done got been killed by the police. But Philando hit home for us because, I mean, we're black gun owners. You know, uh, law-abiding citizens, you know, like. And that's the thing about it. It's like the law-abiding part is really what kind of throws... It's bad to be black and be profiled like that and for there to be no repercussions. But also, like, he literally told the officer, like, I have my weapon on me. It's this location. Officer, okay, don't grab it. Get your get your ID. And then it just went south from there. Like, my man didn't get pulled over expecting to lose his life, and it should never be like that. No. Especially, especially, like that. especially when you pull him over for a tail light. Right. That wasn't busted. Right. It wasn't busting. Busting. I mean, the bad part is, I think for me, I identify with Philando the most because of who he was, not just as a legal gun gun owner, Mm -hmm. but like who he was as a man. He was a good guy. He he knew. I mean, like yeah, five hundred kids knew everyone. Everyone food allergies. All the allergies. I mean, like. Yeah. Like he was a this wasn't he was upstanding. He's walked, the type of dude in the community that all of us had, and we know like yeah. you can point to one dude mm-hmm. from your community was like the dude that just yep. And the signs that those kids had held up, one sign said that Philando used to walk me to class every single day after lunch because I was yeah. scared. Uh huh. Or like, he bought my lunch every day, yeah, stuff like that. Like. You know, it's crazy that 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 affects more lives than people, you know, fail but to in, realize. In that story, they said that Philando had been pulled over fifty-two times in the state of Minnesota prior yeah. to this. That sounded like a lot, but my first thought was that's a that's lot. potentially fifty-two other cops that he yeah. was probably had his light had his gun on him yeah. that handled the situation correctly without killing him without and without feeling him. afraid that's for a lot his of life. times though. It is. It is. Fifty-two times. How old was wow. he? He couldn't have been 30 he? tops. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know that's a lot of time. Yeah, like, it is. I mean, sure. I haven't been, I've been driving for 21 years. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been pulled over 20 times. Yeah, I was no. Just, I got probably tickets. Probably not even I know 15 I times. Yeah, I, I ain't been pulled I, over no 20 so, times. So, you might, know, maybe it's 20, like, I, might not. I mean, to me, that's, that's, there's a lot of profiling, but. It is. The, I think the, I think the problem that I have is this, I fear for my life defense. Yeah has become basically a license, a get-out-of-jail-free card. I mean, yeah, when, yeah. you know, when Tamir got killed, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. I mean, that was a gang-style drive-by. It was. Like, that's the stuff we see on New Jack City and, like, Boys in the Hood. Like, they, they I mean, that was a drive-by. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You know, and I think that's the unfortunate part. Like, I know cops. I got some people that yeah. are really close to me that, mm-hmm. that are cool that I know the work they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just think it's unfortunate that you got people who are ill prepared for the job. Then they can just say, well, I just shot you eight times, but I fear for my life. But yeah. you know what? Brick get off every time. Brick, you know, and Brick you know, she loves shooting just as much as I do. And it's like, she pointed something out to me when she watched the tape. She said, when, when the cop pulled his gun, he drew it with his left hand. He gathered, put his both hands on, mm-hmm. he deployed it out, fired three shots. Yeah. Let go. Yeah. Let go. One hand on the gun. Let three, three, four more go. And then kind of move, grabbed it again. Like he, when you yeah. looked at his face, he was legit frightened. Yeah. So it's like, it's not, I've been telling, talking to people on Facebook about, you know, it, it is, you know, the principle of using, I, I fear for my life is, is BS, you know, but he legit did. Yeah. 
Like I saw the fear in that man's eyes when I looked. Like he literally was afraid. But do you? And think, that doesn't make it right. Do you think that was more fearful of just him being a scary dude? I don't or know the situation because his partner was calm, I, I cool, and collector on the side of the car. Listen, he, calm, he was the calm, cool, and collector. Like partner ducked off. To he the did. Side. He, didn't he, like, he wasn't fearful. He just walked. His up interview like, was like he was like I didn't even know what happened. Yeah, he, he didn't even know what was he going reacted on. Acted like that. Yeah. Like, so to fear for your life, I mean, I get it. It's possible to fear for your life in a split second, but to use deadly force. So many times over just the course of the last five years. Come on, man. Yeah, it's been insane. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, um, I seen something yesterday. I think it was yesterday. What's the day? Tuesday? I think it was Sunday. Tamir Rice was supposed to be 15 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah. it's hard to believe. That was that, two years ago, wasn't it? Tamir, three years. Three years. Ago. Ago. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, That's it's crazy. hard to believe that these things are happening. That's crazy. It, it's, so, it's, it's so disheartening because... As citizens, if we were to, if we were to, if we had to pull our firearm and engage a perpetrator in our house, let's just say in our house, and we had to deploy our firearm and shoot mm-hmm. them, we wouldn't get 30, 45, 60 days before we had to make a statement. Nah. Like in the state of Louisiana, when, uh, what was, um, what's the, what's the dude's name got shot in Baton Rouge? Uh, Will dude. Smith. Will Smith, the football, football player? player? No, or the big no, dude that was the selling big CDs. Dude that was selling uh, CDs Mike Brown? Brown. No, no. That's bad. It's so many of them. That's what I'm saying. But Mike him, Brown was New York. I know what you're talking about, selling CDs. Because uh, uh, he had the little Air boy. Gardner, yeah. Eric Gardner is New York. <laughs> but see, see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, you know, because I remember his son's interview. Yes. That hurt. Yes, yes. He had the young boy. But, like, you take him, for instance, and it's like, it's like, we we don't even have a chance. No. You know? Because I mean, literally, he his arms were pent. He had nowhere to go. Yeah. And then they could still say, like, I fear for my life. Mm-hmm. Every time. My I was gonna on. ask y'all, when at what point did you become numb to it? Like at what which one? You know, at what situation, what what pushed you to the edge where it's like, dang, like I don't even I don't even have any. For real? You're gonna laugh when I say this. I'm not Rodney no. King. Yeah. <laughs> you, you been real talk. I remember Rodney King like it was yesterday. Man, been I remember, it. I remember watching that video, and you got to think back then what was that ninety two ish, ninety three ish, ninety three, ninety two. You got to remember, like we talking about VHS camcorder. Like this is the first time we actually got this type of act. Yeah. In process, you know. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. we can go back to slavery days. I mean, not slavery days, but. Jim Crow days, and they yeah. would take pictures of yeah. the bodies hanging. But, like, when I seen that, and then it was like those cops walked, yeah. like, it made what my parents would always teach me a reality. It made it try And to... I'm different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, there's a podcast we listen to called I Am Rappaport Podcast. It's a, you know, white dude, but the one co host is black. And he said, it's not surprising to him because this has been happening. But with the age of the cell phone, we just seen it in HD now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's not new. It's just like you get to see it on repeat on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on the news. It's like it's so overwhelming. It's and like, don't think that's not intentional. No, no, it's definitely because, intentional. Because if we if they can control that narrative, it's yeah. no different than when they was hanging us from trees. Right, exactly. You know? They want you to see. Want you to be scared. Want yeah. you to be docile. Uh-huh. You know, because uh, now we at the point. I seen a dude, uh, a video of a dude recently. He he, the cop came. He told him I'm a concealed carry. His wife was in the passenger seat. And the cop was saying, I need you to step out the car. And he yeah, was like, I'm for, not stepping out the yeah, car. Yeah, for like, what? You know, but it's like, 
we almost have to give up our rights now in order yeah. to make it home to make it, exactly yeah. and that's sad it's like these these were it's like was the constitution written for all americans it's like when you think about it it was really written for them for the dominant like, culture it's not it's not written for us because if that was the case we wouldn't be the ones that have to bend. I was telling Barks earlier, it's like as a black male, especially a black male beard or me with locks, like you have to bend over backwards to make him comfortable so he's not afraid of you. When really, I'm the one sweating bullets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, listen, I just want to go home, man. Like, you get pulled over one, two in the morning, you by yourself, that could be a whole different situation. Right. The way they'd be like, right. oh, the body camera wasn't working. Right. Oh, the dashboard camera wasn't working. Or they mm-hmm. try to get you out of the car and walk you over here where they know, come on, man. Yeah. It's, it's too much that can happen, man. It's like, so when did which My, one which one was it that that got to you when it, when you really became numb to the you know the whole situation? I wouldn't say I'm numb to it, but you still care. About, I mean, you still got like a lot of emotions towards it. Yeah, I definitely get emotional. Oh, I still get emotional. The one that See, bothered me the most before you go was uh, what was the gentleman's name in South Carolina, where he was literally yes. running, running away, away. Yes. and then the officer yes. wrote the paperwork up as oh he grabbed my gun, but, but he you know didn't what? know he, he was pleaded being guilty. He pleaded guilty. Right, he had to. Yeah. to he wasn't, but he, it wasn't to murder. It wasn't. No. Right. I, I, that's what I was actually looking at. It was up. a misdemeanor. I want to say manslaughter. Well, uh, it might have been a felony. They said manslaughter. But what they did, he didn't know he was being recorded, so he turned the paperwork right. in as, oh, dude was tussling with me. My man was running away. He running didn't know away, he was being recorded. Man. And he was like seven, eight strides away. Yeah, like yeah. he was gone. He was trying to yeah. get loose. He never. It was, and then he tried to go back and plant the little gun by him. Like, come on, man. Like, if it was no camera there, it would have been just another black man dead. Oh, because the officer wrote it up this way. And I'm not saying like police officers is bad or one going to spoil the bunch, but it's like, what do we do? There's a culture there. Yeah, like what do we do to get past this? Is it ever going to come to an end or... Are we ever going to be viewed as equal or human or like it's, just, it's? Well, I don't. I don't even think we. See, the, I have a problem with even trying to be viewed as equal, because we that makes us always striving for the improvement. Yeah. Approve. You know, approval of, yeah. of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I get it. Like, I just want justice. Yeah. Like, I think that's yeah. That's what to say. All police to. are bad. No, but the right. but the police culture is so corrupt. Yeah. And. You know, they and like they get mad at our community because of the stop the snitching yeah. code that's mm-hmm. in the hood. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they got the same code same in their culture. Right. Yeah. Line, you know? line right. And, yeah. and so I mean, wall. we just seen a dude that testified I can't even remember where the case was from, but it was a black officer testified against yeah. another yeah. officer and was like And then he got reprimanded, didn't he? Yeah, yes. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and, and now we see it all the time. Yeah. I mean there was five or six cops from New York mm-hmm. that all had got fired when they had raised, you know, issues of bad policing. Yeah. And that's the issue. It's yeah. like, yeah. like who going who gonna to be the one to say, look, this, this is ain't wrong. right. Yeah, this is wrong. Like, I don't care if you black, blue, white, yellow, gray. This is wrong. But here's like, the thing. This is the crazy thing. So think about it this way. So, so I'm a cop. And at this point, we don't seen white cops do it to black people. Mm-hmm. We don't seen Hispanic cops do it to black people. We don't seen black cops do it to black people because we seen it in Baltimore. In Baltimore, yeah. You know, so right we don't there. seen. So it, it ain't it ain't the color of the cop. The color is blue. Right. It's blue against brown. So, yeah. they, so so think about it from this perspective. So a cop kills another person. Yeah. Philando Castile. Mm-hmm. Of course, once the video goes live, communities that go up and roar right. yeah, are in an uproar. They put the cop on paid administrative leave. So he gets free vacation, vacation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He gets a free no, vacation. Wait out. a minute. 
he he essentially gets a time off work, so he gets paid, paid time, time off. Yeah. Let's just call it administrative. And his and his case was different. So Philando Castile, it was almost the same thing. So what they actually fired him, but they fired him, and in the same statement that they fired him, they said, "But we're going to help him find a job." Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. let's just say for this, this but normally, yeah, but normally they get paid administ- leave. He, they get paid administrative administrative leave. Once they get paid administrative leave, communities are in uproar. Yep. So now you got what we've seen in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. They even mm-hmm. had it up in Minneapolis yep. because people was going by shooting at the at the activists. So now you put more cops on the street and get more overtime pay. So my man get paid administrative leave. <laughs> yeah. His homies get overtime because they got to fill in for him. Everybody yeah. eat. Everybody's so eating. it's almost wow. more beneficial for them. To have one of these instances, yeah. That way, you keep everybody happy. You don't have to give raises at the end of the year <laughs> because you just made you made more money this year than you did last year because we killed a black man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Or a black woman. When you put it in that perspective, that's crazy yeah. to even think about. It makes you think it, a different level. It, yeah. It's hard to even fathom, you know, somebody, somebody having that evil of a mindset to to be that financially driven to want to manufacture money through killing of black lives. That that. But think think about how I mean I'm, I ain't gonna put it past them systemically. Think yeah. about how it's happened. Think about think about speeding tickets. Yeah. How many people have gotten a speeding ticket from a poor community, couldn't pay it, and ended up in jail? Garfield take you to jail for for a dollar. Yeah. So so the system has been conditioning us for this for a long forever. time. Yeah, forever. For a long because because the system cannot survive if poor people aren't involved. Right. They can't survive mm-hmm. because rich people can afford to fight it. Mm-hmm. Poor people got most of the time got to lay down and take right. it because yeah. if not, I mean, you ain't got well, how you going to fight. You going to go in there. Right. You're going to get Rodney Cochran. And then, right. Let's keep it. It takes resources, finances. Yeah. Really, If you want to fight the system, you got to have the finances. And like you said, they targeting, uh, you know, lower class, middle class. People who don't have the long money to be like, right. I'm gonna fight this. I'm that's taking. Why this. they got? That's you why they hated OJ. Yeah, it's like OJ. Now, and we all know OJ yeah. did. Yeah. He had the bread. Yeah. And you know what this transition, <laughs> the super team. with yeah. this career change, I've been making into like you know the prison industry. Like I've been doing like a lot of research on like documentaries and stuff, and you know prison culture and educating myself on that end. And I see so many documentaries on Rikers, and it's so sad that these people are being held. Or, you know, innocent. Khalif Browder. Innocent. Yes. With less than $1,000 bill, and they ain't got it to post. Khalif, yeah. how, he did three years three, in jail? Three years. And then ended up just, they Th- just released him. 1,024 yeah. days and like 800 in solitary and confinement. the excuse was, oh, we, you know, we, they couldn't get to his case fast enough. And I was like, which, on. which, which, it makes there sense. is some merit to that. However, yeah. mm-hmm. that speaks to how messed up the system is it that is. we right, put right. this many brothers in jail, yeah. this many sisters that in jail. That you can't get to We can't get to his case for three years? For three years. Then let him out. Yeah, exactly. Let yeah, him out. Exactly. It was another story like that. Same same thing happened at Rikers. Uh, it, a guy was walking home from school or something, and he had a book bag on him. And then next, you know, police rolled up on him, uh, put him in the back of the car. Another officer came up and said, yep, yeah, that's the one he did. He was like, did what? Did what? Right. I don't even like, know what's going on. Didn't even really on. tell him what's going on. Like, next thing you know, th- two years later. You know, now he ain't been at Rikers for two years. The psychological he impact yeah. of being in a place like Rikers <laughs> yeah. cannot be undone. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I ain't never been to That's Rikers. That's why he killed. He was just, you know, I can only speak. I've talked to my guys, you know, because even while they're in solitary confinement, they can still, they'll still come out for their programming. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I done had a couple guys who've been in, been in the hole while they came to my programming. 
And it's like mentally, like even if they held in it together the best they can, it's still it's designed to so break you. Imagine this, yeah, you know. Uh, imagine ten floors of solitary confinement inmates. Each floor houses a hundred people, you know. And you're you're in a cell, and there's a hundred people per floor, fifty people per side. Yeah. And all you hear is, you know, you got that one guy next to you beating oh, on the door, boom, 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 boom. Twenty two hours yeah. a day. You got yeah. another guy scraping batteries on the floor. Yeah. You got another person just donkey kicking the door. Yeah. You got all another day. guy next to you all screaming, day. yelling, ah, you got the next person singing and rapping. You got mm-hmm. another person, you know, speaking all types of Absolutely nerve right. Yeah. Listen, I got two kids, bro. And <laughs> they get on my nerves when, when my daughter texts me at work, like, dude's hitting me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I can only imagine. You know oh what I'm saying? Like, goodness. that drives me up to I can only imagine having to deal with that. Like, and you can't about, remove yourself you from can't. it. You're like, so oh, think you're about stuck. where you have to go mentally yeah, to survive man. and not go crazy. And, and, that, I, and, and that's, that's why the, the, the prison industrial complex is so infuriating to me because we don't rehabilitate nobody. Like, no. the American penal system makes bad people worse. And yeah. in some t- cases, great people bad, bad. Yes, bad. absolutely, I agree. It does nothing. I mean, the the cases we see where brothers get out and they do better great. are, in most cases, one they are few. exceptions. Yeah, one in a few. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because the 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 what what is it the recidiv the what is it called recidiv recidiv- recidivism? Yeah, that recidivism. all that. Yeah, <laughs> what is that? I'm not here. Recidivism is the way I, that people back. go back to jail. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like the the probability yeah. that you're going back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like then, and they getting them young, yeah. like like in Painesville, for instance, they they starting to thump them hard. For I think Ohio, yeah, it was one brother. I think it's fifty percent Ohio. Damn, fifty percent inmates within three hard, years go brother. back in. So inmates in general, hard. or like a certain race, inmates in general, in general, in general. Wow. it's tough. And I'm watching these young brothers, man. It it, it was just it's a case right now. They railroad for man. I mean, and 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 in most cases they do something to deserve it. Yeah. However, it's like. It's like you taking somebody at 19 who... Hit them with 40 years. Think they running up in a dope boy house to rob a dope boy. Mm-hmm. And somebody done moved in there. Yeah. And then... It's a family or something now. They ain't kill nobody. Now, I'm not saying they don't deserve <laughs> something. Yeah. But we gonna throw them away for 20 years. So now they 19. Years. Right. They make a mistake and 20 years... And they so they going to do 20... And I mean, Put them they on do the it all day time because oh, it's yeah. fair time. Door to door, yeah. And it's and it's and it's like so so what do we do with this young dude when he get out at forty? Yep. I mean, think about what we was doing and twenty I, years ago. Exactly. I'm glad you went there because speaking on the recidivism, think about the dude like you said. You say that better than me. <laughs> young cat go. He makes one mistake. He goes to jail. He does his time. Even if he does get out and he wants to better his life, he has that he stigma. Can't get no job. Head. You can't get a job. You can't get a loan. You can't do this. You can't. It's like. Damn, what can I do but do some bad stuff to get you know? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta eat. eat. Gotta Chances pay these are, bills. I gotta, gotta take care of my kids. Right? Like it's it's crazy, man. Like it's crazy. and like, and I'm not saying it's right, but it's real. Yeah. Like these are real problems, right? And there aren't enough. Like like grassroots efforts try in in a lot of these cities. They try to have reentry programs, yeah. mm-hmm. but how much can you expect? People like me, an average Joe who go to work every day, yeah. who fight and hit these corporations, try to get donations yeah. because that's the only way I can that's I it. can make this nonprofit yeah. roll. Right. And then I got seventeen brothers from my hood, like from my street, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to service all 17. We got to find them jobs. Yeah. They need clothes. Because yeah. if you just did 10 years, the clothes that you had on were playing. Like, like, think about they it 10 played. years ago. They FUBU, yeah. like, FUBU yeah. was on the way out. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what and I'm you saying? You thinking you hitting the street fresh, like, oh, this right. shit played? Right. What you mean? This ain't wearing even so worse than that. Well, was... nobody wearing skinny right. jeans 10 years ago. <laughs> and you come out with some baggy joints on, looking like P. Diddy and Mace. Stop, I take that, right. take that, take that. I got to take them clothes off. I got to tread lightly here when I say this because I just went through this training session for the new gig. Like, basically, because I'm I'm technically a federally funded uh, contracted employee or something. So, basically, long story short, they say, listen, if you're going to be talking about your position, your title, if you're supposed to be on the clock, don't be talking about the government. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you talking about why you on the clock or off the clock? Talking about your position. So, you on the clock? Uh, but I'm, I'm going to mention my position. Okay. okay. You <laughs> on the clock? No, I ain't oh, on the okay. clock, but... I ain't the hey, police. Listen. Right. <laughs> we should have came into that. Those right? federal George benefits... Bush don't like black people. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Shout Barker does not agree or, <laughs> with the any of those. The views of Maurice Coffey are not the views right. of uh, Matthew Barker. But no, I think, one of my guys, he, he went in when he was 16. He's probably about maybe 50 right now. Damn. Woo. He went in Think six, about all the stuff you missed, like becoming Woo. a man. Like that's a big. He never gap. had. It. He never got a paycheck. Sixteen to fifty. You missed. That's nineteen seventy three. He you went. missed. No, nineteen eighty three. He went in. Damn, bro. He nineteen. He went in before crack cocaine yeah, was real it was big. Booming. Yeah. Damn. I, I got stories, man. I can't hear. <laughs> man. You know, but the that thing is. That breaks my heart. So I, I pull him to the side because he's one of the mentors now. You know, yeah. he's potentially in there. Um, he's potentially doing life with the chance of parole. So. You know, I talked to him, you know, Sick. and I'm going to be putting these programs in place. So I'm like, you know, even though they haven't actually hired me, like it don't take a paycheck for me to start to get into work. Right. right. So I asked him, I'm like, you know, what kind of programming do you want in here? First thing he asked me, he's been in jail since 16. He said, man, we ain't got no computer programs. Wow. That's real. 16? That's real. At 16, I barely, I, I didn't, there wasn't even email at 16. Yeah, you know, like really. Yeah. Like. And think, think about, about it. It. if you lock down for 22 hours a day and you can think about how to make a knife out of a toothbrush. Think about 10 think years about ago. what you could think if you had that outlet. Them like, dudes. I'm about to make this See, think about and, it, and here's the problem. Can you imagine if the government was really about rehabilitating people, mm-hmm. they would utilize the geniuses that are Absolutely. sitting behind Absolutely. bars Absolutely. to design programs yes. to, I mean, like, like them dudes are yeah, listen, brilliant. One of my guys made a working uh, train car that was probably about three feet long, maybe about eight inches high. Working doors, lights, everything on the inside out of popsicle sticks. Wow. Sold it online for like $300. Wow. Like out of popsicle sticks. Painted. Wow. I'm talking about it was sanded down. It, it was uh, tarnished. Had a perfect little so stain on it. imagine what he sanded it with. Imagine right. what you he know? painted right. with. Like, because yeah. they ain't giving them paint. They're not he carved, them he carved a model airplane out of a block of wood that has working light seats, everything inside. See, like, like that goes right back to what Mo said. Imagine <laughs> if they harnessed. Because let's let's be real. Dudes that go to jail, yeah, you did something stupid. Right. That takes that does not take away in from most your mental capacity. Yeah. In, in that doesn't cases. take away from one's mental capacity. Like. You could be the next, you know, dude to come up with a Snapchat app or, yep. you know, this app Absolutely. or that or something. And like, you know what? what? A part of the reason that makes, I, well, I ain't going to say that. The first reason that makes me effective is because God allows me to be. I'm just a vessel. But what I do is when I listen to these guys, like, it comes back to the savage quote that Henry David Thoreau says, the savage in a man is never quite eradicated. Mm. So it's like I tell these guys, you know, like, okay, listen, what you want? What was your goals on the street? One guy told me I, I wanted to become the hardest out. How do you become? Ask him. How do you become the hardest out? 
I, I knew what he was gonna say. I'm like, how do you become the hardest out? I'm like, shoot, I gotta go up to everybody on the block. I gotta plan it out, see who you know who the kingpins on the block. I gotta knock them all off. Them I'm like, so first of all, you 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 brainstormed. Right. Second exactly. of all, you actually planned out and thought about so who's the leaders. Yeah, in, you, like, got a you know, hierarchy, right. so then you you probably plotted so and made takeover. schemes yeah. of each exactly. corner. You know, you it's how how long did it take you? It's no different than Amazon buying whole exactly. So it's like I try exactly. to take their <laughs> scenarios and I try to, you know, yeah. give them liberty by saying you had good principles. You was loyal, you was on time, you was faithful, you, you was hardworking, you was dedicated. Somewhere. You have to be. You was just but, using those principles in the wrong arena. In the wrong and spot, you know, and, and then the swell so let's keep the trickle down effect. The education system. Yeah. Like like now this is this is there was a there's a guy by the name of Dr. Kawanza Kunjufu, Jawanza Kunjufu. Ooh, he wrote a book. Right. He wrote a book. I read. Man, when Caleb is twenty-two, Caleb was like five. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how they were railroading our young black boys as early as the third grade. That's how Jesus. they build prisons. Decide where they're gonna put. Yeah. Now they take the test scores of third grade to determine how many prisons they're gonna yeah. be built. Yep. And if you get inside the school system, and you know yeah, that, like I you see it, it up close and personal, yeah. like they really are. Yeah. Like, so, so Dick, so there was there was a young dude. The the example I threw out ran up in somebody's house thinking they were robbing a dope boy. Yeah. It was on Easter Sunday morning. Yeah. An educator put on Facebook, posted the, the News Herald story, mm-hmm. put on Facebook the usual suspect. Yeah. One of their educators, one of the people that was responsible for their education. Yeah. So if if that is ingrained, and I and I know the person, I don't think the person is a terrible human being. Mm-hmm. But it, you've been conditioned. No, I'm talking about the educator. Oh, the educator. Okay. You've yeah. been conditioned, yeah, conditioned to think that to identify at an early age, yeah. you go you you gonna do you something. Ain't gonna do, you ain't we gonna already know where right. you gonna be. Yeah. You know, it's so just, if, it's just waiting to happen. Right. Something waiting. To and how many how many how many Caucasian females? Fresh out of college can really deal with you as a twelve year old. Right. Think about nah, this, all. Not at all. Not at all. And we had some. We I'm had some sense because we knew we would yeah. get our head knocked yeah. off. When we oh, got yeah. home. Couple but times. I was still wild mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And they, and they, but that's the only people going in there. <laughs> I probably fit every stereotype. I used to get in fights, oh, fatherless, yeah. yep. bad grades, always at the prison. They, they was like, we need they two prisons. That, they had Barks and on on they, they had him in Pile they B. Like, they they had Barks in Pile B. Yeah. But you know what? With, like you said, with me being in the schools now, it's it's like I understand now where it's like you see these people, these are these adults, and it's like they just get fed up and they just want to check. And they just pass this person along and yep. pass mm-hmm. this person along. And it's like, come on, man. Like, leave some something with this child. their fault. Right. Because of so much pressure that comes yeah. from the top. State testing and And it becomes and about money. Yeah. It becomes about maintaining the enrollment. Because yep. if Absolutely. we get paid per student, oh, yeah. we can't afford to yeah. be letting students walk got, around and just leave. Yeah. No, they can't. we need that money. Go. Because Kennedy was doing it. That's what Cleveland Public School said. Kennedy was yes. getting $1,000 per student. And niggas didn't have books to take home. Right. You how you gonna learn math and you ain't got a, a math book to take home to do homework? That's not something you can be like. Oh, we'll you just learn it, you learning math from the corner and when then, you learning yeah. how to cut dope, sell yeah, it, yep. flip it. Yep. Like like you get some of them brothers don't think they know math yep. and they be geniuses with you it. Got for a, real. You got a way to dope. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to cook dope, but I know you got to be smart to cook it. And that's really what it's about because mess up the dope, right? Somebody coming to see you. You better know because otherwise you ain't gonna be able to pay your supplier. Yeah, right. Know what that happens and then. the right. things that we and I'm I'm you in here with grown man from the age the average age I probably work with is probably say 35 plus. Okay. Man can barely read. 
I'm talking about fifth, sixth grade reading levels. Anything three and syllables? Something? Yeah. Wow. You know, and they never, they never achieved, they never had aspirations to do anything off the street. Yeah. Why am I going to school? Yeah. Like they was, they've been on the block all their life, robbing and you know yeah. doing whatever just to get by. So it's like it's. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Well, let me kind of get back to what we were talking about with the police, because this is what was on. The <laughs> I know. We got we, that was we got on that, but I, this is something I wanted to get both That's of y'all's part opinion one. on, right? <laughs> so with the police training, so with Tamir Rice, because you had brought that up before, Mo. When that officer, when they, when that whole thing went down, they they actually said like his his application, like yeah. he was like a schizophrenic and he had all these uh, mental issues got- and stuff. It's like. Is that where it needs to go to? He had got do they fired need, from the yeah, Independence from a, yeah. Police Department. Yeah, if you some, can't police an independence, yeah, like you don't need to that's be in the hood. Mayberry. Yeah. <laughs> that's Mayberry. They ain't got nothing like, but a wasabi like, and an outback. On, what, what is it really a psych test? You know, what is that really? I don't know. What but are you doing? They, but like, they got to do something to make they these. Have to. They got to look deeper because I don't want to hire some dude that's like, you know, he was cool with, you know, XYZ or he was speaking out on social media about. Racism, this and that, and then it's like, oh, let's hire this dude. Yeah, and then you go put him in the hood. You bring in these white guys that they've never interacted with black people a day in their life. They're biased, but you bring them from Conneaut and Astrabula County out here to Cuyahoga County, and, and even put them if in the they hood. ain't biased, they don't know. So yeah. it's like I sat down and talked to a group of young white kids, I, um, in between the ages of eighteen to twenty-three. One, <laughs> one day, They're, the youth pastor from their church linked up with me, and I was like, sure, bring them on. Mm-hmm. And she said, we just, it was after the shooting at the church in Charleston. Okay. And she was like, we just want to sit and listen. We all, we want to ask questions for understanding and about your experience. Right. But we want to sit and listen. Mm-hmm. Was it you a know? group of mixed people, like black, white? White. Okay. It was just Lily white. white Ooh, from wee. Perry and Madison. Ooh, like wee. they were white. <laughs> okay. And they sat down. And so we talking. And so they began asking questions about my experience growing up. And, you know, back then we was in the NEC. Yeah, yeah, So we yeah. was traveling to Astabula, yeah. to Conneaut, right, Geneva. Right. So, like, you literally would almost have to fight in and fight out. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Like, it was, it was rough. Yeah. And so I'm explaining all this to them. And they're asking questions. And, like, I mean, their eyes was as big as they could get. Because, yeah. like, one kid said, you know, it's sad because I went to Perry. And we might only have one black kid. He was like, and I just didn't know. Yeah, yeah. You go right. to Madison, yeah. you might have one black kid in the yeah. whole school. Mm-hmm. So from from K to twelve, you know one black one person. black person. One. You base all other black people off this and, one and, that you and know. And from a cultural appropriation standpoint, he ain't gonna be really black because yeah, he right. don't have black yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. He don't. He not. Yeah, he. So he don't. He won't even mm-hmm. understand right. the black struggle because he'll just get assimilated into their society mm-hmm. until he does something. Yeah, and it's like. See, I told you. I told you it was going to happen. He's black. And, he, and all he know is because culture culture don't know no color. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you adapt to the culture that you is. So, right. you know, so it's amazing to me. Like, this was just a small sample size of people. But it's amazing to me. And I preach at their church in a couple weeks. Uh, but it's amazing to me that people can go their whole lives mm-hmm. and, and never that. interact with black people. Never. Yeah. Never experienced Never. It. And the only, the only experience they have is on Fox 8 News, Channel 5 right. News. And then for the first 10 minutes, they talk about all the ridiculous stuff yeah. that they salute the savages yeah. is what they do. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? You see what I did yeah. Y'all need fool. to have y'all. No Unplug this nigga mic. <laughs> nah, but uh, that, I, I really, I, I, hats off to organizations and churches and schools that actually 
want to know and want to learn and Absolutely. actually ask those questions. Absolutely. Yeah, it might. It's gonna always. I feel like it's always gonna be a very, very, very uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. But it has to be had has to. for yeah. us to actually like. Cause we let's get it. Let's let's keep it funky. Black people ain't going nowhere. Other culture, other races ain't. ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like we have to we find a way to we get multiply. along. Yeah. yeah, we have to find a way to get along. And it's just like. It's just, it seems like order, it's just getting worse. In man. order for muscle to grow, you got to tear down the fiber that's there. Mm-hmm. That's the only way for it to go stronger. Like, <laughs> yeah. You got to tear down the, the fiber that's there. The unfortunate part is, there's two things. Most people aren't going to want to sit in that uncomfortable environment right. and mm-hmm. hear my experience. Mm-hmm. And then if they do, most white people want to sit in there and tell you that your experience is not your experience. Yeah. You know what's funny? Mm-hmm. I got this uh, Facebook friend. She's a white, old white co-worker I used to work with a couple jobs ago. And every time I post a um, a video about, you know, police shooting or black people or, you know, something, you know, in that vein. She got something to say. No, she shares every oh, okay. single one. Never comments, yeah. just shares yeah. it all. Yeah. And I was and like. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of white people out there that really, really know that there's some wrong yeah, going on. Absolutely. The problem is they get silenced in their own yep, community. When they speak out. Because a lot of people may feel the same way, but they don't have the courage yep. to to stand against the white privilege or white supremacists. Because at the end of the day, even in churches, like one of the things that irritates me the most, and I and, and I I'll fight for the church until the day I die. Mm-hmm. Like I love the church. I love everything it stands for. Um all of the ugly, the good, bad and indifferent. <laughs> like I love the church. But the problem I have, one, with 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 predominantly white churches mm-hmm. is they think that the Christianity they know mm. is the Christianity that everybody else should know. Mm-hmm. And then they try to impose. And that's nothing more than white supremacy, because when I look at the cross, I see suffering. Yeah. Yeah. When they look at the cross, they see victory. Well, I identify mm. the cross as nothing more than a lynching tree. Right. Mm. Mm. So, and so, then even Jesus said, I forgot what the scripture said, but it says that in order to know me, there's a level of suffering absolutely. that you have to go through. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. most people want the power, but they don't want, don't want suffering. They, they don't want the suffering. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, so you have that aspect. And then I hate the black people who worship white supremacy Christianity, mm. where it's like all we need to do is pray. We need to pray for a revival. <laughs> yeah. We need the, we need to hold uh, hands and sing cool by you. No, what's the one we part? don't need we can pray, but at some point we need to get off our knees and do something. We need to speak out. What's, yeah. what's the one guy? You know what I'm talking about, that one pastor. He, oh. he always preached a positive message about Joel faith. Joel Osteen. <laughs> yeah. You want to uplift the message, you go to Joel Osteen. Just Joel everything. Oh, just, I thought you meant like he Joel said I've never got seen one him. of the baddest black preachers in America <laughs> at his church. I ain't never listened to a Joel Osteen service and been convicted. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been uplifted. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've been encouraged, but yeah. I've never been convicted. Like he says something like, oh, I need to change yeah, my I ways. Need to change my ways. Like, right. That's right. that and but and, and what I find in is because black churches have adopted this white supremacist Christianity, mm. it's driven a lot of black people away from the church. Mm. And a lot of black people are now searching for more because first of all there's more yeah, like the bible is not it like I, I live my life according to the principles therein right. but 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 god didn't just give wisdom to the people that wrote the bible right right, right you know right. what i'm saying yeah. like that's just that just contains one thing but there's so much other history that we need to know like mm-hmm. you know most people will talk about you know christianity is the white man's religion and certainly it was a tool but the first christian church the first organized christian church predates slavery by almost 500 years yeah you know but when we when we adopt those that systemic 
that systemic ploy that they have, and it and it and it goes into our our the the um policing and that culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the what's the what's the sheriff David, um, is it David Clark? He was all over the place with Trump's campaign. I can't remember. Black, Black dude, dude, but yeah, yeah I, think I it mean, is David's he's son. the greatest tool that. What greater tool for an oppressor? Yeah, than to have than one of the oppressed, a face of the oppressed, pushing their agenda. Yeah, a face of the oppressed pushing their agenda, and he's he's very vocal and stands his ground. Like, yep. listen, this is. is what we need to be on. Yeah. Come on, we man. need to shuck and jive. Yeah. And do say this, massa. Yeah. Do this dance. Right. Do this dance yeah. and it'll be cool. That's one reason why I stay away from political political offices and doing things on that level because those offices, and I'm not saying there's not a place for us because we need to be in those yeah. arenas. Yeah. But those offices oftentimes seek to silence those that are willing to go against oh, yeah. the, grain. the grain. Yeah, absolutely. And, but if you do, if you, if you work, you know, I mean, it's no different than than, you know, being in the gang. You yeah. know, if you ain't in the gang, you don't have to abide by the rules. Right. But <laughs> but now you subject but you subject I'm not crib no to more, punish you know. to the punishment that comes with going on their territory yeah. and not being in their gang. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. I mean the the whole policing issue, the whole uh penal system, yeah, I honestly I, I I'm a pretty optimistic dude, but I don't know if we'll ever see it in our lifetime turned yeah. around and adjust because it wasn't created. It wasn't created for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it was created for us. Yeah, but well, not the way we wanted to be. Benefit us. Right. Yeah. So let me ask y'all this then: What if y'all had? If let's say that you know the higher powers and they was like, "Listen, we don't know what to do. What should we do?" They ask you, Mo. What What do you think that? Where do they need to start? What do they need to start doing to get it on the right track? Not necessarily to fix it right now because it's not going to be an overnight fix. We need to start at pre-K. Okay. Like them third, like you said. Matter of fact, we need grade. to start. We need to start with mothers when they get pregnant, because the process starts. And there's a there's a young dude that go to my church. A couple, they're chiropractors, black people, phenomenal people. Got it. They got two sons now, but one of them is like three. And when he was when he he wasn't even two yet, he was putting full puzzles together. Wow. Full puzzles. Like not bro. no kitty puzzles. No. Real puzzle. Okay. No full puzzles. I and listen, I watched them put it together. So you know. Right. Yeah. And but it's like, and I said to myself, I think I even told my parents because he was over their house. I was like, every black child needs that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, think about the first thing that a lot of black children learn: drop top. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> to be, to be a dancer, you know what I'm saying. And at three, yeah. at three, they rapping and dancing. We like, oh, look at it. But it's can't so do their times table. But I think they, they don't know their. But time can't do their addition. Can't read. They know and how to work. Like, all the technology, app, uh, iPods. They got watches. Can't and all read. That. Can play the game. Can't read. Mm-hmm. Can't write their yep. name in the sixth grade. Like, come on, what? You yeah. know, and I think that stuff. If if you're able to install that stuff into a child, that stuff is so pivotal on their. The development, I think, because I think one of the first the first two board games I ever learned in life was checkers and chess. And I was like at five years old. Right. That changed my life. It chess changed life. your way of thinking. Chess changed everything. Especially chess. Everything. Think about this. Think about I want y'all to go back in high school and college. All the women that y'all just like dogged. But <laughs> like right, not all. Well, y'all dogged, probably ain't. I never feel. dogged a woman a day in my life. I was a gentleman. Okay. I was an absolute chivalry at his Don't add lie. You go to hell for lying. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to think about when you identified a woman that you knew was not wifey material. Oh yeah, there was always mm. something lacking. Yeah, 
and you knew that as a as as a predator, that's you good. knew that you could. I'm gonna play on that. Exactly. I'm gonna yeah. Play on it. yeah. Most of our girls. Now that's in college. Yeah. Now think about if you rewind to high school. Now I wasn't real. I knew that in first grade. I pointed them on the A first. lot of our <laughs> kids get in those positions because they can't read. Yeah. And so what you do when you can't read is you try to compensate in other areas. That's true. Right? So if I can't read or I'm dumb, but I got a dope body, yeah, I'm gonna give this to him instead. Yeah. Yep. I yep. want to be liked for something. Yeah. Now we can all sit around and say, "Well, I don't care if people like me." You a lie. You're like lying. everybody mm-hmm. wants everybody be liked. exactly. Or if you or if you a boy and you can't you can't read. Yeah. You either gonna be good at sports or you are gonna be able to fight. Uh, yeah. Or both. That's yeah. why I say most <laughs> comics. <laughs> most <laughs> comics. Uh, or both. Comics. Or both. There's a breed of comics. You know, they have personality traits. Yeah, you know, it's like this, a lot of them are self-deprecating. You know, because like they don't. Some people grow up. They don't want to be teased, so they grow up teasing everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Make a joke out of everybody. Yeah. 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 Or they lack something. They lack love in their life, or they they lack confidence in yeah. themselves. So and all they do is project yep. their their mm-hmm. how, the way they see themselves. They project it on other people, yep. and we laugh. And we make it funny, mm-hmm. but like, I mean. Robin Williams killed himself for a yeah, reason. Yeah, for real. Exactly. And a lot of comics, I think I heard Steve Harvey talk about this. He was talking about comics have a third eye. Mm. And he was saying how they see things. Like, we may look at a newspaper and just see, you know, 24 people got killed. Mm-hmm. But they look at it and see a whole different story. Mm. You know, but anything that works good also works in a negative manner, right? right? Oh, and if you don't manage, yeah. if you don't know how to manage that, you know, like yeah. you, it, 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 like those demons. You think everybody you, out to get you, man? Yeah, they know, things that ain't what they, what they seem. Listen, salt, you got a boog on this side of your nostril. This bothering me. Is so. it in my beard or on my nose? <laughs> it's on your nose. It ain't in your beard. I was, I was gonna get it, it ain't even thick enough. Your beard ain't even thick enough to catch a booger. <laughs> I had some Doritos in here. I'm like, I should just leave it there. Man. This nigga more the biggest beer hater. Biggest beer. Hey, Salt, you got to ignore Salt beer. Salt beer. Listen, gonna I ain't going to lie. You took a picture the other day with, with he put, you put a nice filter on yeah, it. Yeah, it was the filter <laughs> was in there. That's I was what, like, that's what he looking for right there. Virtual yeah. Beijing. Yeah. No, hey, keep, keep hope alive, but, brother. But man. tell me this, man. So as, as black gun owners, you know, how... As as these things happen that you see, you know, in the media with the police, how has it changed you or the way you move, Man. the way you think, the way you feel, the way your family feels? I'll go first. You know? I know. I tell myself every day, I'm not looking to get pulled over. But in the instance that I ever am, and I'm carrying my gun 90% of the time, yeah. officer asks me, where is it? I'm going to say, look, I'm going to get out of the car. You grab it. Don't get out yes, the car. Yes, you yes, that's it. what I'm resigned you to. You grab my point. gun. I'm yeah, not reaching for shit. You grab to. it. Yep. I, my wallet is in that pocket. Is, hey, let's get let's get real yep. friendly. I'm going home. Let's get real yeah. friendly. At the yep. end of the day, I want yep. to go home. I would feel more I'm comfortable resigned. with them taking it out. Yeah, than I'm yeah. to that. But then I'll be thinking like they could take it and shoot shoot me. me and be like, oh, he shot himself. I was scared of my life. I like, shot you him know, seventeen like, more times. <laughs> Empty two it, magazines. It, it really it. makes me bipolar in the sense that. I think every day about turning in my CCW license. Man. <laughs> right. I ain't never had but that. Then I think, no, never. But, then, oh, but then I think every day about I at least want to be able to defend myself. You, going to. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I mean, that's the real thoughts I have. It's just like. And that's the, that's the most American thing you could probably ever do. You know, if you really want to look into the American poor American than Apple Pie. You know, right. the, the country is basically <laughs> founded on guns. Yeah. What you, you mean, know? basically? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Guns and tea. Like, when you, you know? look more into it, like guns, like is is they gave them. They said we could have them yeah. in our homes to protect against tyranny. Yep. So if somebody comes at me and trying to do me, yeah, do, you know? do me harm, you telling me I can have it, but I can't be black and have it. 
Like, it, no. oh, you're physically, you're And there's a castle like, doctrine. The, and yeah. the castle the doctrine amendment. applies to the vehicle, What too. is it? The thir- no, not the 13th Amendment. One of those amendments Which one? to the Constitution was, was put in place to keep guns out of black people's hands. I, I, yeah, I did some research. I, it's, it's not the sixth. But the thing I is, can't remember which one it is, but the 13th Amendment supports it because the 13th Amendment allowed basically them to run us through jail. Yeah, they like, made the whole yeah, they like made cattle. a documentary about yeah. that. Did you watch it? I, no, I can't get Matt, through it all. It's dope, man. I can't <laughs> get through it all. But you know what? It's funny because like my Instagram is real funny. Like you got Your workout pictures. <laughs> I'm talking about my feed, not when I post. <laughs> oh. my, uh, <laughs> so I got like you know I got workout videos, I got sports stuff, I got twerk videos, I got gun stuff. It's like I got a nice mix of everything. But it's and like there's some Jesus, yeah, and there's some Jesus in mixed in there, <laughs> sprinkle them on top to complete the whole package. But it's like people be like, "Why are you in the guns?" I'm like. Why aren't you? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not right. gonna push it on you, but right. it's like, why aren't you? Like somebody right. kick your door, and what you gonna say? Hey, man, the valuables over here. Like, eh, if he want to do you harm, he's gonna do you harm. You have no way to defend yeah. yourself. None. You know what I'm saying? It's like protect your protect your neck at the end yeah. of the day. Like wherever you go, like everybody, you know, you just keep your head on a swivel when you're in large crowds. You keep your swivel, keep your head when you're in the dark parking lot going home as a woman. Like. I, I just want to protect myself. Man. When I was at Tower City last year during the Cavs parade. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And they started shooting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had you no feel helpless. defense. You feel helpless. T- so dig right. this. So I'm separated from my family. Yeah. So, so I got heart my pounding. mama. Yeah. I got my auntie. Ain't neither one. They yeah. ain't got two good knees yeah. between the two of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like two of my nephews, my kids. Right. You know, like we all we all there. Mm-hmm. I go I go on the other end of Tower City when it pop off. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to me, my aunt had taken my son and my two nephews to the bathroom, which you had to go outside. So we yeah. all fragmented. everybody spread up. Yeah. And and at that moment when it all popped off, people running everywhere. Like you know, I'm trying to duck behind yeah. stuff, yeah. and I'm like, I have nothing. Nothing. You gotta throw a trash you know what I did? Somebody. I didn't run the way people ran. I ran with the police. Yeah. Yeah. I, I stayed in the direction that they were running. Yeah. yeah. So because I figured, hey, he gonna have to go through all them. If yeah. I run, it might be yeah. somebody. Yeah. But I didn't have no protection. No. Yeah. I would have yeah. sure rather had. Eight chances to yeah. get myself free. six plus one. At least get right. back to my family. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, give me six. At least plus let me scare the dude. If I don't hit him, right. I'm gonna scare him. Like, I'm not gonna kill. I'm not gonna nah. mess with dude with a buddy over there. Like, I got 28 HSTs at all times. <laughs> oh man, listen. What's up, Blue? It does, man. It changes you because it is. You know, it's been a blessing and a curse oh. because with the training for this new job, I get to go to Minnesota, and it didn't hit me until you know I found this out maybe about two weeks ago. And uh, uh, the verdict for the Philando Castile, that dropped, I think it was like last Friday. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. Um, and it, I was looking up, you know, me, I'm a foodie. So I'm looking up, you know, what's all the good food spots in Minnesota where I'm going to go through. Mm-hmm. And then it hit me, man, like when we started planning this pod, like I still got a lot of grief for Philando to work through. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to the vigil. Don't even start with Philando, like, though. That's the crazy part. Like, yeah. we right. bury this That's stuff. That's just the like, top surface Can right you now. unsee Mike Brown's body <laughs> laying in that in that road? Absolutely no. Can you unsee Tamir's Rice body I still, taking them bullets? I still yeah. see the guy can running away. Unsee, yeah. Can you unsee how that dude rough Sandra Bland up before how they Fred, took her to jail? How Freddie Gray get in the custody, he's perfectly fine, he comes out. How they drag him severed. out the car? Come on, man. Like, you can't unsee. Can you mm-hmm. unsee how lifeless and bloody Philando's body was when they pulled him out of the yeah. car? Listen, Future could, walk by me. Future could walk by the street and I probably wouldn't recognize him, but let George Zimmerman walk by. Yes. I, yes. I, I, I never forget his face. Yes. And then never. Another, like, when you're talking about the images that stick with you with uh, Philando, 
Well, really, like, it was sad enough that he got shot, like, he got he got murdered, how he got murdered, but his baby girl oh, was in the car. man. His baby no. girl was in the car. Did you see oh, the, the video yeah. of yeah. the baby girl? When they girl was in the, in the behind the school, yeah. I had to stop because shot. I started crying. Yeah, I did too. And then she pleading with her mama because yeah. she don't want her mama to right. get shot. right. How old was she? Three? Three. Allison three. made one of the most, the realest posts. And I, it, Allison might be the realest woman alive. <laughs> I love Al, man. She has said that when you look at that scene, that that little girl, she said two things back to back. She said, Mommy, I'll protect you. Yeah. And then as soon as she said that, she said, Mommy, I'm scared. Yeah. She said, you know, it's like, she's like, women, you know, into 2017, they have to be just as strong. If not as they are born. They actually have to be strong. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole nother part. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was a little baby to knew that, you know, yeah. at that She's age. three. That age. Innocent. No, okay, so let me let me take you through this. So I, I I was getting real technical with it because the charges with the it was they charged with manslaughter and they were they were trying to charge him with manslaughter Officer. and um um reckless, I think reckless use of firearm. No, endangerment of a child. Okay. So, okay, the child was in the back seat. I think he was behind was behind Philando. So the police officer is at an angle like in he's front by, he's of by the, the car. Uh, rear view mirror. He, yeah, he's by the side mirror. Police officers carry hollow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So he's behind. He's I mean, in front of looking at. So he's at a. You know, if he 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 was shooting a gun so crazy, if he would have just jerked it Could've to the hurt. right. Could have been her. For the second or, or you the know? recoil. The recoil. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, because so, he probably carrying a he's forty. Shooting. You look at. He's shooting in between two people. Yeah. He got the baby in the back seat. He got on his the right and his wife over here. You know, like come on, like and, and the thing about bullets, it bounce off a of glass. Yeah. I didn't seen a bullet bounce off a of glass. Anything on the inside of the vehicle, yeah. even the cloth part, it changes direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like absolutely. all it, he fires seven shots. Yep. Boy, and boys in the hood like, said a bullet ain't got nobody. Name. Nobody. He now. fires seven shots in that close proximity with those angles, and that's not endangering the child. Quickly. Yeah. That quickly. Rapid. Think about when we go to the range. We we can't fire that rap. Oh yeah, that rapidly. They you know what that, I'm saying? That's average, why. Right. That's why. The average non-trained person, non-trained, mm-hmm. can fire eight rounds in three seconds. Non-trained. 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 That's the us. average non-trained person. <laughs> average Joe. And you and that's non-trained and just shooting wherever yeah, you hit it. Wherever you hit it, hit. That's it. Now you're mm-hmm. trained. Eight, all these hours of range time. Three seconds. Three seconds is a long time to yeah, fire. Exactly. Absolutely. One one thousand. Two one thousand. Three one thousand. You know like. Man, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, and yeah. That's that's what got me. I, you, why did you arrest her? Why did she? Why? I mean, I mean why, why was she? Why detained? was she in cuffs? Why was she detained? Period. Why was she in the back of the police period. car? She she's still grieving her her her, her baby's her child's father. Yet. You know, she like shocked. Still fears. Shock. Think fear, about shock, her yeah. video. Her right. video. She's so in shock. Like yeah. she she filming and looking at her dude, her kid's father, yep. the love of her life. As if he don't have seven bullets inside, inside of him. Right. Yep. She's just like, look at them. They they shot him. Like, we're on the side of the road. They shot, they shot him. him. Yep. Like, not hysterical. Not. And it's just Crazy. like. And you know what pisses me off? Is when, <laughs> when, 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 we bring, when we bring light to these issues and people say, well, what about Chicago? Oh, my it's God. all like if, Oh, you're talking black, about the black on black If black lives matter, then black lives should matter all the time. Like, come on. First of all. First of all. First of all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, let's get one thing. How first you gonna compare people to police? Right. 
I mean, they people at the end of the day, but you know, I think but I shouldn't be. They're supposed the to be protected. Supposed to protect me. I yeah. shouldn't be afraid I, of. Afraid I feel of them. more comfortable going through East Cleveland yeah. than yeah. I do getting pulled for over Absolute, for running a stop absolutely. sign. But naked through East Cleveland. I, know, I ain't going I know they, naked though. I know they ain't got HST. <laughs> yeah. They got HIV. Yeah. They, <laughs> HST, <laughs> HIV, KID, right? Strap with hollows. But real talk, man. Like, yeah. Like it's becoming, it's becoming so bad. And like we, we're on the, we're on the beginning stages of planning like a, um, a, a community kind of vigil because a lot of stuff been going on in Painesville. You know, Painesville mm-hmm. is really low key community because yeah. it's small. A lot of people know, but. Like things are like cats on Memorial Day were shooting at each other on the street where kids is all really? over the place. Wow. And so like we're on the verge. Heroin is really bad once you really get like That's northeast Lake Ohio County right and yeah. East. Mm-hmm. It's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I've lost two cousins the, uh, to heroin overdose. Did wow. you see the the homicide list so far this year? Uh uh-uh. for the cities? No. So the top out of the top ten cities, I'll pull it up real quick because I remember what page it was. Um Ohio had two of the, I think it was two of the top five or top six. I'll tell Jeez. you in a second. Um, it was Cleveland. Hold on. Uh, yeah, Cleveland is. We Cleveland. always up there. Here we go, right here. So. As soon as the weather Out break. of the top, was it three, four? Out of the top seven. The only, out of these top seven, the only state with two cities is Ohio. Wow. And Cleveland, Cincinnati Columbus, is six. Cleveland, Cincinnati Columbus, six, three. Cleveland Dude is that killed Sam DeBoer. DeBoer, speaking of Cincinnati, yeah. just got off yeah. on yeah. Hung Trial. Yeah. Hung Trial. Yeah. Hung Trial. How you hang the trial when we watch him well, Hung twice. We, we watched it on TV. The judge tra- made him go he tried back to drive in. off. Because like, he tried to drive off, that deserves a bullet in the head. And he come lied. On, he said he tried to hit me right. with the car. He yeah. was dragging me. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. What if you falsify a police report? <laughs> oh, I'm going to jail. Right. But if they do it. Right. Slap on the hand. Don't do it again. Meanwhile, this this man's wife, kids, family. I know what I wanted to uh, first be on. You had to ask, saw so you had to ask a question. You know, where do you, you know, the people up top came in and um, asked, you know, what would you do to change? Yeah. The story that we had seen, I, I posted on Facebook. It was about the, the police department in Salt Lake City. That since 2015, <laughs> they started training their I officers, retrain them how not to kill people. Yeah, I saw that. How to use their yeah, other, you know, yeah. f- you know, things of non-lethal they force. They just be putting knuckles on your head. And, and they haven't killed they anybody. Said. And they right. s- they showed the one guy, the officer, drew his gun with his right hand. As he had it in his hand, he switched it to his off hand, pulled out the taser, yeah. deployed the taser, put his yeah. gun back in the, yeah. like a pot. Yeah, and now he had the taser. So they show they they're training. Yeah. They're, yeah. See that. they're training smooth. to transition yeah. from deadly force. Okay, you're you're scared. Boom, you draw your weapon. He's not a deadly threat, and they they practice while they're doing this, moving back. Yeah, keeping the distance. Yeah, don't stand. Keeping in, the space. Yeah, like, in place. Stand in place. Yeah, yeah. because at the end of the day, I don't want I don't want no. No chief to have to go to no police officer's house and, and tell no. his kids, right. his wife, and Absolutely kids that not. he got killed. Nobody should lose their life yeah. at work or just driving. However, around. I do think that there's to whom much is given, much is required. So when you have the responsibility of protecting a community, you have to do that. I tell you, one of the thing changes I'd like to see is like with school boards and city councils, you have to reside within the city in which you serve. I like yeah. that. So why, if the city council? And school board who have no weapons, no, yeah, they they, they don't have to be in the city. Why limits. do they have to be in the city? But the but the, but the people don't. who can 
who can kill yeah. don't have to be in the city. And I know there's a lot of yeah. you could you could throw a lot of yeah. scenarios in there like for safety reasons or whatever. But a lot of times yeah. the reason why police officers are so detached from people and people hate them because they don't yeah. see these they people. Don't know every, them. They don't see Miss Jones at the grocery yeah. store. No Miss Jones' they don't son know is a knucklehead, but he don't deserve to get killed right. just because he out at three o'clock in the morning. Right. He I might know a brother look right like now. He you know. he's over the age of forty. He has served part time and tried to get in the Painesville Police Department for years mm-hmm. from Painesville. Yeah. Was a great athlete, good student. You know his family. Mm-hmm. Good student, went to the military, got an honorable discharge, came home. Painesville ain't never hired. They still won't rock with him. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like you want you want you want to connect with the community. Well, here's a way to raise your credibility. Yeah. Like hire mm-hmm. one of bring our this, native sons. Bring this homebred never native been son. In trouble. Right. Always been above board. Wow. Served in the Marine Corps. And to still want to serve. Yeah. And, still, right. <laughs> and, just, and, and, he, and he worked part-time. And that's the thing that I really, I, 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 my hat off to these dudes, that in light in, in light of what's going on. Especially the black men. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to say. Like, these black men that still want to say, you know what? I know that's not every cop. He doesn't, you know, he's not the majority. He's just a small blip. Yeah. I want to change this. Yeah. But back to your point about them being inside the city limits, okay, that's never going to happen. We know that that yeah, because it's all that you know, red tape. Yeah. But if these police officers are going to be here 80 hours, you know, all these hours in the week, why not have some type of community relations program set up to yeah. where, you know, they not necessarily like, because when me and my brothers, like we grew up in Wycliffe, majority white, you know what I'm saying? But when the Does police... Wycliffe have their own police department? Or yeah, do they, do they? yeah. But it would be, you know, all the neighborhood of black people, we'd be at the park and the police would just roll through and like kind of like stop and stare. That's a prime opportunity to get yeah. out, introduce yourself, shoot some hoop, whatever. Like old buddy in Arkansas. Yeah. The white dude yeah, in Arkansas. Yeah, he's too cool, man. Man, like, he be passing out Capri yeah, Suns. Yeah, like. Make your job easier. Yeah, exactly. Make your job so easier. So now, when man. I come, when, so now, imagine now, I got to go to the, I got to go because somebody got killed. Yeah. And I got to go down in here and I got to ask yeah. questions and I'm I got to talk. I don't want to tell you shit, Like, it man. makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Matter of fact, a friend of mine from Atlanta was just on First 48. He's a detective. Now. I'm about to say, damn. I'm now sorry we to hear we that. snitching. I remember. <laughs> I remember when hey, he started at Coca Cola and security with me. He was mm. still in school, mm-hmm. and he's worked himself up to detective. Right. So wow. he ended up on first forty eight, and just watching him, and listening to him talk. He's from Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. He he works for. I want to say is. Either the full county police department or city of Atlanta. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest counties in Georgia, ain't it? Fulton County, might be yeah, I think it is the biggest, yeah. And here he is investigating a homicide, like I'm, and I'm listening to him talk, and 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 as you know, they play good cop, bad cop, yeah. But I'm listening to how he's connecting with these dudes. You talking about mm-hmm. why he's interrogating them? Why suspect? he's interrogating them? He might not know them, yeah, but he can speak the same. You got to get on their level, yeah. And so he can come, he can come down and speak on their level. Yeah. Another buddy of mine is a police a police officer. He told me. He was like, man, when you out there and Pookie done got shot yeah. and all his boys roll up, he like, you can't be out there like, please back yeah, up. No. Please, you know, you got to talk their yeah. language. Yeah, mm-hmm. get your and ass I, back. But, if, I know you, but if you don't know the culture and you aren't, and I'm not talking about watching TV. Right. Like, you can't you can't study Migos and then nah. be like, I know <laughs> That's how cultures. they are. No. Got it. Like, you got to know the culture. <laughs> Uh, that specific culture of that because area. every place is different. Exactly, exactly. And, and until the, until police departments get serious, now first of all, we gotta get some brothers that's qualified. Yeah, yeah. So that's you another challenge. Throwing, you can't like you can't just there. be qualified enough to be a police officer. You gotta pass the PT test. Absolutely. 
So quit eating all them ho hos. Can't have Carl Winslow's and out drinking here. pop. And whatever you know they're what doing for a psych test, you yeah. got to pass that <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, you got to pass that too. If you want to call you know, it a psych You know, you can't be smoking I weed. Bet, I bet you that progressive, the, uh, the progressive assessment test is harder, harder than, than that. Right? progressive <laughs> assessment test is I like looked at that thing. I said, damn, it's that new math. Uh, <laughs> I said, I ain't did this since high school. Yeah. My daughter just FaceTimed me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, though. Say hello to Chris. Ma, what up? Morgan, I, that math homework now, Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the funniest day. We man. might have to do a pod on that. Man. Oh, my goodness, man. But, I mean, it's cra- that, that's so real, Mo, because, I mean, when I be talking to these guys, you know, like sometimes, you know, some of the people that go with me, they can, they're very educated, and they, they can kind of speak over these, yeah. speak over the guys. Yeah. And, like, they gave an ex- example one day, you know, we was talking about a comparison between what's the difference between common, common sense and knowledge. Mm. And God gave an example. Mm. And, and, That's a good question. And one of my guys wasn't getting it. So I, and I kind of seen he wasn't getting it. So I gave him this. I was like, you know what? I'm like, when I was growing up, you know, I had sounds in my car. I had to, you know, spend tons of money on stupid money on sound system. You know, and my, my guys always told me, like, listen, Matt, don't go down towards Leonard, you know, Leonard Crave. Don't. <laughs> You know, don't go down towards Fleet. You know, they, don't don't go down to these <laughs> areas by you know because they were shooting at cars. Oh, okay. You know, like you go down to Leonard Crave with your music up, you might not make it back. You know, with your car in one piece. Right. You know, or don't go down to Fleet because niggas was robbing cars or whatnot. <laughs> there wasn't That's anything true. factual for me to actually base that off of, but it was common knowledge. Yeah. You know, it was somebody passed told you. down. Yeah. You know, like tribal knowledge passed yeah. down from one person to another. Yeah. But I pull up the the newspaper. Oh, there was a shooting on Barlett. Yep. Oh, there was a shooting on 131st. Mm-hmm. That's knowledge I just gained yeah. from a book. Yep. So now I got common sense. I ain't driving my car down yeah. the fleet. I ain't yep. going down Linda Crape, and I ain't going down Corlette. Dude next to me was like, damn, you just said the same thing he said, but you but made it so yeah. much more relatable yeah. to my life. Because at the end of the day, you gotta. everybody doesn't have the same IQ. So like street knowledge and book yeah. knowledge. Is- so like when you talking to these guys, even in investigating, you know, a mm-hmm. homicide or something, you got to relate to and speak to where they coming from. Absolutely. Most of it is just compassion. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is, like, yep. and you can't teach that. No. You can't. You no. can't teach. People can attain that yeah. by working at it, but, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. by changing the lens that they view others through. Mm-hmm. But most of that is just compassion. And I listen to sometimes, like, First 48, and sometimes they be blowing smoke, but sometimes them dudes be like, listen, if the gun accidentally went off, just say just that. Say like, you're going to still have to deal with the consequences, yeah. but clear but that's your conscience. Yeah, just clear your conscience. Like, exactly. don't take that in your yeah. in, in That's the difference between murder two and that. murder three. Yeah. You know yeah. Like, I'm trying to save you. Seven I'm years to and save, 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you kill somebody, so understand you're going to have to you know, pay. We, we may drop this from murder three to yeah. manslaughter. Yeah. You, know? you have a lot better chance of them Showing some leniency. Yeah, for you know, real. And I, I wish, I, I wish not another brother. Look at this. Dude. <laughs> That's some wicked stuff right there. That's what that is. You learned that at the pool in Wickliffe. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the difference, the whack. <laughs> but that's that's the difference, though. I mean, I never want to see another young brother get locked up. No, like, man. never. It, Not even the young sister. Like never. But but you know, it's it's so sad because our guys ain't even getting their day in court. No, they're not. They're not even making it. A lot of times, you know? they're pushing, and then a lot of times, the brothers are getting railroaded because they're pushing them to take a plea. They is. Pushing them to take a plea mm-hmm. because, because a, a couple different factors. One, it's cheaper, obviously. We know that. But two, the public defender's offices are so overwhelmed. Like, mm-hmm. they have so many cases that... Like, they can't work them off. That's yeah. how Khalif can stay in jail for three years. And see, I think there's, a, you know, people look at inmates, you know, in such a different fashion. 
You know, and it's like, I'll give you a scenario. This is real life. One of my guys told me this. So imagine, tell me, what would you do if you get a phone call that your niece or nephew is being raped by this, by this guy across the state? You know, you're in Virginia, happened in Ohio. You drive all the way up from Virginia and you get there and you actually see him there. You know, from that point, he said, when the police got to me, I was beating his head in with a bat. Man. Now, look, they give him 10 years for that. You know, the same guy that he was found beaten on went and raped another kid two years ago. Now he's doing life. So you're in jail for 10 years for somebody who raped two people and he's doing life. And you're in jail for it. You're in jail. You know? And see, to me, I ain't saying he did the world a, a great and service. What I told him is, I told him, listen, man, I ain't, I ain't mad at you for what you did because somebody let that be, let me put, put me in your situation. Who knows what I would have did? Yeah. Who knows? You know? Where you go, like, man, and, and to even talk about any type of sexual violence against a young, against a woman, period. Yeah. Like, as a man, the mind, like, I can't imagine finding out that somebody raped my mm-hmm. daughter. You know what I'm saying? And and again, that I think that's another. I think that I think that's another uh, good pod episode. Maybe get some of your homegirls in here. And we can really talk about the pressures that that they deal with, yeah. you know, like body shaming. They got to cover up certain parts so it mm-hmm. don't turn me on. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> or like she deserved it, she wanted it. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it just, um, it just, um, it's uh, go ahead, Blue. You making me lose my train of thought. I ain't got no food, man. It's uh, it's it's unfortunate, but the mind state that you go, the place you go to in your mind. What the role say about a savage? Uh, savage of a man is never quite never eradicated. Never quite eradicated. Let somebody mess with your mom or your daughter or or, or your wife. Man. You know what I'm saying? Come like, on, I mean, man. think about it. Let somebody man. mess with Young Kingston. Yeah. And that ain't even your blood. Right. But it's they they, but they got they gonna have to answer for yeah. real. And you should not like you should I shouldn't be judged. No. Like that's temporary insanity. For real. Oh yeah. It ain't temporary insanity to eat. 30 people. Right. And keep them in your freezer. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's not, temp- that's permanent that's per- insanity. Yeah, like, you're, you, you're you need to be in yeah. solitary confinement. You're nuts. Because you have no self control. <laughs> you out here eating people. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you like, passed the Wendy's on your way to pick him up. You ate him. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, it's, um, it, it, that, the whole judicial system, man, it, really the only way to make it better is, to tear the entire government down. Start over. They can't even say that they they're they're aligned with the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. What Ross said, we got to destroy before we elevate. Yeah. <laughs> and and you sound just like that. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> you know, just yeah. like that. But I love Ray oh, Ross. Oh. He's, he's another a genius. Um, but we, I I don't think I really think that in our lifetime we'll see. Some form of a civil war. Now, you, you some people you can say, I, "I think we will." Yeah, some agree. people can say, "What we've seen in Ferguson, what we've seen in Baltimore, is civil war." But I think, That's I the, think you'll find citizens prelim. will arm themselves and go at it, and they'll go, and you'll see, you, you, it, like we're, you're, I, I believe we're going to see it. Yeah. I mean, if they would fight over slaves, yeah, well, I'm not going to fight over my life. <laughs> why, why, why you won't get people who want yeah. justice not That's fight not, over? We all, see yeah. it coming. All yeah. I know, you come down Lakeshore. Yeah. <laughs> Kumbaya, you come over here. You better you keep driving. Listen, if anything ever pop off, and you Listen, better get nah. Matt's house gonna be like Noah's Ark. I went over this nigga. I went, I went over this nigga Bark's house one time on some like 
something quick. I said, damn, I kind of ate magazines from the door to the kitchen. <laughs> Listen, that dude I said, oh, they got you. You come He's over like here. Nick Iver. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Iver. <laughs> the Nick Iver is over there. So I didn't want to get into this, man. I was going to let this go, man. Boy, I figured I'd bring it up. I got into that debate. We was talking about the NRA, you know, and yes. them, not, mm. them being quiet, yeah, you know, all these issues. And I'm here for it. Let's get it. <laughs> and it, it, You got kind of frustrated. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this nigga barks, boy. Because it, it, it irritates me. Okay, so. It's, people was expecting, I guess people was outlashed that the NRA didn't say anything about the Philando because he was a law-abiding citizen using his Second Amendment right, and it, it uh, eventually Legally. got him killed for it, you know, right. and fewer more, all, all intents and purposes. But the thing is, is that if a person got stabbed at the store by, you know, B. Smith, uh, you know, by Blue Knives, you know, and there's a group that supports Blue Knives. We're not going getting mad at the at, you know, the group that's supporting Blue Knives. They didn't do no, anything. But I think, I think, from my perspective, first of all, let's set a baseline for the argument. It's not the NRA's. Fault, no, absolutely okay? right. Um, but, but my the problem that I have is, it's not like so. So let's separate police shootings, you know, now because this one was now a legal gun owner. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, all of them have yeah. been unarmed. It's right? a different president. But here we have yeah. a legal right. gun owner who identified himself as such. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Immediately. Immediately. It wasn't no guessing. Immediately, Officer, listen. He I... immediately identified himself. My, my, my stance is that the NRA has a responsibility to come out in support of him, a legal gun owner, right. and say either this is wrong or we don't condone, or we support the right to have a legal firearm yeah. and to be able to be identified as a legal firearm owner and carrier and not have to suffer and the consequences. And that's what the point I was trying to get across. But, was but the do same. they have to do that? No. Absolutely not. They don't. But as, a, as, the organi- as the leading organization in our country that stands for gun rights, the I think they have a responsibility to, to speak out and say something. But where do they, where do they draw the line? I mean, I because I mean, do they speak out on legal gun? Well, but they're not a social justice right. That's so, not their organization. Realm. So I don't think they have to speak out on Tamir because Tamir mm-hmm. didn't have a gun. Mm-hmm. Well, he had a toy gun. Toy but gun. I don't think. They but have, it's still it's an open carry state. Even, so so then they should speak out on that. But I don't think they should speak out. I don't think they have the responsibility they to can't speak, speak out everything. on Mike Brown yeah, because right. Mike Brown didn't have a gun, right. or you know. But but in instances so where are legally carrying, I mean, like it's it, and you're right. I, I didn't even think about that. It's an open carry state, yeah. you know, which makes Tamir's issue, even worse. I think yeah, even worse. worse. Right. But I think Magnifies they have it. a responsibility when you take a stand on an issue. Like yeah. if I take a stand on violence against women. I can't just go absent. And pick and choose, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the fight that I'm saying I'm fighting. Yeah. You know, when Mayweather stepped in the ring with McGregor, he can't say, you can only hit me with jab, yeah, but yeah. you can't hit me with a hook. Yeah. No, you yeah. chose but, but this. You know chose this. But see, the thing is, as a company, as an organization, as a business, they're, they're risking, by making that statement, you, you could be ostracizing yourself from a group of people. White you know, people. Pu- Police Same. officers. Then, it could be but, white but people. But by not you know, saying anything. But see, here's the problem right, so with that ideology. Either way. And, and I know that's not the way you think. That's right. the way you say it. They may think. Yeah. The problem with that is they're saying we don't care about ostracizing this group, but we do about, about this, this group. group. That's how I and perceive see, that, it. And that's the thing. When you take a stand on something 
as as critical as gun rights or whatever you take a stand on. Yeah. Like you got to take a stand, good, bad, or indifferent. That means some people are not going to like the stand yeah, you take. Exactly. If you only want to advocate for white people, then say then it. Say it. Right. You aren't going to lose that much business. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you do lose business, white people will support you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, my thing about the NRA, and like he said, it, it's not their fault. I just feel like as the gun organization in the United States of America, all 50 of the United States, when there's a when there's an infri- a direct infringement on somebody's constitutional right, they should say something like that's messed up. Because if you look back at the debates in any any debate season, whether uh, when the dep- Democratic candidate mm-hmm. is running, they oh Hillary for uh, Hillary for prison, she's gonna take away your guns and all that. Why speak on that? But this is like really, really, really against the Constitution. And they're like, I'm ain't got compare, nothing to do with us. I'm gonna I'm gonna compare apples to apples. So let's take let's take remember about, uh, several years ago. The um the congresswoman of Arizona was doing a public, she was making a public appearance in front of a grocery store or something. And she got shot. Mm. The NRA came out because the the whole talk was banning assault rifles, okay. And we've heard that in every school yeah. shooting, banning assault rifles. The NRA came out and took a staunch stand, saying saying don't let them take take your gun assault rifle. And as a matter of fact, and we can we can look at the statistics. <laughs> After any major shooting where assault rifle is used, they go assault up. rifle sales, sales go, go skyrocket up because the NRA pushes the agenda that they're going to come take them away. Mm-hmm. So get yours now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If and I mean I bet we can look at statistics and see that the sales skyrocket, and then then they plateau. But and you know I mean it, I just think when you take a stand on an issue. You have to take a stand on that issue for anybody that's affected across the board. Yeah, and when you don't, I think you leave room for your, for people to question your credibility as an organization to say, "Are you really for gun rights, or are you willing for really really for gun rights for a certain group of people?" Yeah, and if that's where you are, then then just say it. Don't take black people money if you if you only want to speak out when the white congressman gets 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 shot. You know, like like speak out on all of it. Yeah, y'all make me feel like I need to look on my phone or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to um, pull up that article, the, the video, so you could see it. That Barks was talking about with the training of the officers that said, "What was it, 2015?" That they haven't had any uh, fatalities or anything because it was a really dope video. Like he said, that you know, dude pulled his firearm, saw that it wasn't a deadly force. Holster dad pulled out the taser. Now I'm all for it. Hey, taser me, taser some anybody till they ass burn up. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey. Had but to you put, know what? I think And it's funny because a lot of people, the um I guess you could say the NRA media pundits, um, you know, your Colin Noir, you know, your uh, uh I can't think of her Dara, whatever Dana, whatever her name is, they all speak out on the issues. Mm-hmm. But it's like just because the NRA doesn't make a statement as a whole, even though their media outlets, the people who are in the NRA on NRA TV, they're speaking out and speaking out against the stuff. But people just want a statement from the NRA. And and they would make a statement on – I bet we can pull up a thousand statements the NRA have made on issues of lesser importance. Way less, Mm -hmm. right. Like, do you realize how hard it's going to be for them to overturn the Second Amendment of the Constitution? (laughs) It's never going to (laughs) happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you overturn the Second Amendment, Mm -hmm. that opens up the door to now it's going to be some start changing everything. everything. Yeah. 
They yeah, not they not changing that. It's, no. You can't. They're but you know what? Even that. Americans ain't going. But for they'll it, push that agenda because most people are so afraid. Like it, it's a story. There was they they went down to like the backwoods of Alabama, Mississippi, somewhere, was interviewing people that support Trump. So here you got this poor white dude, no teeth in his mouth, houses in shambles, yeah. and they're interviewing him about supporting Trump. And he's talking about how he supports him because he's going to make America great again. And here he don't even understand all the policies that are being uh, that are being passed or presented all work against him as yeah. a poor American. As a poor American, yeah. You know, he just and it's white. like, and, and but but because they watch, they get all they their information from the news, yeah. and the news begins to push that agenda. They got their narratives and everything. They, they want to, you know. And when it. they don't, this man banning the dude. Yep. <laughs> like, do you know how arrogant and how untouchable you must feel to do something that's so unprecedented <laughs> yeah. as that? Yeah. And it's funny that you touched on that about you know people. It, it, like that, you know, he just he sees Trump as oh he's gonna change America, Trump 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 uh, Barack Obama. They just see black and white. When I was working at a uh, little health insurance spot that was selling insurance, it was funny because, you know, we would call people and they'd be like, oh I don't want any of that damn Obamacare. Give me the ACA. <laughs> I'm like, do you realize you that's realize the exact the same, same thing? thing? You just don't want it because it they has his name you, attached to they it. They won't let you call Trump's Trump. Oh care. no, you gotta call it uh. I forget what they uh, said. Americans I mean, Healthcare Act yeah. or something like that. I said, I, it's so many people. I'm like, oh no, this ain't Obamacare. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna sell it to you anyway. Like it's crazy. How, people I, believe how, when how they want to believe. People are. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. Man, it's it's so many issues. So many issues that we have to we have to navigate. And I think about my kids. Like they are gonna have more issues. <laughs> Then I I have to navigate. They're gonna have more, mm-hmm. you know. Like my kids are pretty doggone woke mm-hmm. for kids. Like we talk about a lot of that stuff, and like they're aware of stuff that that goes on, mm-hmm. um, you know. But man, like it's it's rough. Like yeah. it's real rough out here, and and I mean we're just talking about one issue. Like yeah. we're not even like there's so many. Not other even scratching issues, the surface. Like, so many other issues. And, you know, do I think people should vote? Absolutely. Do Absolutely. I think we have a flawed <laughs> voting system? Absolutely. Absolutely. However, I do think that we have to learn how learn the rules to the game if mm-hmm. we ever going to put ourselves in a position to win. You're talking about as black people? As black people. Yeah. Did y'all see the uh, – let's just bring in some levity situation. We're sort of on topic. <laughs> Did y'all see that uh, new Gerard Carmichael stand-up on HBO? I started to watch. I fell asleep. I, I watched this week. Listen, funniest hour I didn't really? see all year. Funny is I, I don't watch. Listen, I, the first eleven minutes I rewinded six times. <laughs> it was that fun because I was missing. I wasn't giving him my full divided attention when I was paying attention because he got a, he said a lot of stuff and his, his dry humor. So you really got to pay attention. Yeah, that's him. That's yeah. how he is. He said one part. He was like, "Listen, man." He was like, "He was like, it's exhausting being a black person." <laughs> He was like, you know, just waking up every day. I can't just be myself. I have to be better than myself just, yeah. just because of this, the, this color of my skin. Yeah. And he was like, I want to care about all these issues. He was like, I want to care about sharks. <laughs> you know, I want to care about, you know, <laughs> you know, solar issues. and you Global warming. Yeah, right. Global yeah, warming. About worried about getting like, shot. You yeah. worried about whether global it's hot or like, yeah. right? He was like, I want to be all in the politics and stuff and be a voting advocate. Was like, but I'm just, just not. You know, and it's Try. like, me... I can only do so much, man. You gotta for I think 
there's a bunch of things that I'm very passionate about. But for seasons and certain times in my life, I can only champion and spend my energy on certain yeah, things. Yeah. Because, okay, if I'm – on Monday, I'm at, you know, prison reentry. You know, Tuesday, I'm, uh, you know, abortions. Or Wednesday, I'm uh, LGBTQ. And yeah. third, you know, it's like it's too much, it's too man. Much, like, I'll draw yeah. myself too, too thin. To like, I can't – What's you that know, saying? You're a uh, jack of all trades yeah, and master, master, master of none. Yeah. And that's and that's that's part of that's part of the strategy of the opposing forces is to get us our attention yeah. diverted Off in so many different else. areas. Yeah. And that's why it's so important that we find purpose. You know, and that's why I told I I put mm-hmm. in the group chat when you was talking about teaching and I was like, That's your niche. Like that's your purpose. Like that's the thing that you don't mind waking up and going to Absolutely. do every yeah. Like, there's a different feeling from when you went to Progressive yeah. than when you went to the school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and I mean, yes, the, at the end of the day, you know, a paycheck does drive us. Right. But it feels a whole lot better when you know that you're going to do something in your purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and most people never spend the time trying to find their purpose because, one, we don't read enough growing up. You know, and two, we all about getting money. So yep. when you get money, you have to be selfish yeah. That's yeah. It. because yeah. anything that gets in the way of you getting money has to be cut off. Mm-hmm. You know, or if it's not money, if it's women, yeah. you know, if it's, it's I mean, a, think it's about when huge... you used to go to the club and used to have a challenge with your boys who could get the most number yeah. or you go to the mall. Never had like that. your whole. <laughs> <laughs> Never, or whatever. Never I, 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 I used to do. Hour. I remember the first night. Let me say this. It's funny. I remember the first night when I first went to college. We had a week where we couldn't go off campus. Mm. First week. Who's that? Morehouse. Yeah. Second week. Second week they released us. So the first <laughs> they, re- they unleashed. They released them. Them. Not released. I unleashed called my them. parents after three days. Like y'all got to come get me. Like <laughs> I got <laughs> more privileges at home. <laughs> and I'm a son of a preacher, man. Oh yeah, more. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so yeah. you know so so we get out. So we go to club. We go to this club. So I never forget it. So the challenge was. I'm 17 years old. I ain't supposed to be in the club. First of all, I got yeah. a fake ID because you're supposed to be 18. <laughs> like, you're supposed to be 18. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I get in, and we had a challenge. Because it's like, who going to get you? It's the first week out. Yeah. Spellman just getting out. Oh, Clark just man. getting out. Man. Morris Brown oh. was still up and running in. They just getting out. Freak. You got to be fine to get yeah. in them schools. Yeah. Like, oh, Freaknik or Freaknik just fired yeah, up? Oh, I, listen, I, I'll <laughs> talk <laughs> about Freaknik in a minute. Let me tell you this. Off, that's, off that's, that's a whole nother vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so, cause some of the stuff I saw it scarred man, me for life. You was man. there, you but know? yeah. Man. But listen, Freak so me. we show up. <laughs> I'm gonna get some numbers, man. I shot all my good guys, <laughs> and we go, we leave. Nate, my boys pulling out numbers, and I'm like. I'm like, I'm looking on the ground for some paper, like so I can scribble like, some stuff down. Man, this I got, man. Yeah, I got one. But but my point is, when that's your focus, yeah. Like that's all I remember that night is walking up trying to talk to girl because that's your focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we don't find our purpose, if we don't find that thing that drives us, that we'll do for free, yeah. Like yep. like speaking, preaching, like like presenting and helping people, that's purpose mm-hmm. for me. I could do that for free. Yeah. And when you find that, the money will find you. Like, man, nah. I done got checks for, for a preaching engagement, and I don't put no price on but people will, will pay you according to what they, they feel, but what they can pay yeah. and feel your worth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I felt like I stole something. That's impressive. Yeah. 
But when you in purpose and you begin to deposit in people's lives and you begin, you know, like like some of them kids you see, you're going to see them in six years yeah. and they're yeah. going to remember yeah. Mr. Salt. Now, you ain't going to save all of them. Right, right. You know, going into the prisons, you ain't you might only save one percent of one percent. Right. You know what I'm you saying? Know, for real. But it's like it's the small things. And, and at the end of the day, the, the, the value of what we do in purpose the way it's measured in heaven is measured on such a larger scale mm-hmm. that one person you save in purpose yeah. is worth a million you save out of purpose. Mm-hmm. You wow. know, and so, and I think that's the key to all of this. And as we fight these fights, and as we try to advance the cause of like, not only just African-Americans, but of people seeking justice, as we try to advance this cause, the main thing we have to do is find our niche. Yeah. yeah. Like, I tell my guys all the time, like, listen, man, like, you got a long road ahead of you already. You know, I mean, you're a black person. You know, just starting there. And I, I do got some a lot of white guys. So, But I'm just saying, like, you. Yeah, because it's a lot of white people in yeah, prison and you on know, welfare. But they make you think it's only black people. It's only us out here hogging listen, it up. Man, I, I, tell, I tell these guys, listen, I mean, you're going to have to. I could go for being on some food stamps right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Could go for it. Go ahead. I'm I sorry. Do a backflip for some stamps. Give me 50 a month. <laughs> whatever you got. 50 cent on the dollar right. or something. <laughs> whatever you got, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. But what I tell these guys, like, listen, you got a long road ahead. I mean, and you're going to have to find some traditional yeah. and non traditional yeah. ways, legally yeah. non traditional ways, you know, whether that's working in the back kitchen getting paid cash yep. working on the construction site lawnmower <laughs> right it's non-traditional yeah. you ain't going to jail for this something out. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you got to do that but even while you're doing that in the back of your head long term think of a business you can create mm-hmm. it only costs 125 dollars to get an llc in LLC. your name yeah, and get it going you leave jail with 225 and a bus ticket yeah, yeah. The that's the farthest thing from your money. mind yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, it, it come and back no to plan. what you were saying. I, I mentioned all that because uh, uh, what you said was passion. Guy told me literally yesterday, uh, one of my guys, he was like, he was like, Matt, every time he's like, and I've been with this guy for like about 17 weeks. He was like, man, every time we talk, you bring up old things we've mentioned mm. in past conversations. Yeah. I'm like, I remember this stuff because I care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah. He was like, man, we go to so many people. Well, I just told these people something last week, and they can't even remember who I am. Wow. Like, you come in, you got 10, 15 people in your group. You know everybody by name. You dap them up. You know what they're in here for. And not because I looked them up. Yeah. You know. We're going to have to wrap this up because these headphones are getting hot. <laughs> it is. It's getting hot. How long have we been going? So, oh, it's got to be two hours. Hour and a half. Yeah, Damn. I got the song for us to go out to, too. Some of that, some of that, ooh, wait, some of that, ooh, <laughs> we gotta do this again. Like I for real, yeah, absolutely. I, I gotta, I gotta come, I gotta come out and get with y'all because it's a lot of issues. Like this is a great, and I don't get a chance to listen often, but I do pop, you know, pop a couple pods in. Y'all be having me cracking. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Especially my a... man from Toledo. What's do we even leave in Toledo? <laughs> no. Have you said finally, finally got out, bug. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you yeah. know, it's a good a podcast is a good avenue because I can't. You, you can't post everything on Facebook. Right. You can't. I'm not really on Twitter like that. Right. You know, I don't really Twitter do. Twitter take energy. Instagram, right. my, Instagram I'm <laughs> not really. That right? I'm not about to champion a cause on Instagram. I mean, I'm there for the yeah. last. I'm just ain't there no, for the ain't, there's no, There's no causes being won on social media. Nothing. Nah. There's Nothing. awareness yeah. Yeah. being brought. You know, one of my favorite dudes I actually went to college with him, Sean King. And I know y'all oh, for real, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he he for real got some black in him. But wow. I went to college <laughs> with him, and um, you know, and like like that's him. Like that was like he's, he's consistently been, he's been, been like that. one of them dudes that was just aware, you know. And he does a great job of using his awareness 
to help people fight for these calls. And again, we're talking about purpose. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he can't go. Everybody ain't going to be able to go on the front line yeah. and fight. But if I'm a person that can pull resources mm-hmm. and individuals and be a connector when they, when they had the Haiti, um, Haiti, uh, the, the tornadoes yep. with the hurricane, the hurricane, this dude raised over a million dollars worth of tents. Wow. Wow. Worth the tents, bro. That's crazy. The earthquake, not the hurricane. Yeah. I made over a million dollars worth of tents. Tents. To give shelter. Basic necessity. So, I mean, and that, that goes back to purpose. But, yeah, there, there's so much we can talk about. I got I to gotta come back. Yeah, absolutely, man. Open invite. Back. Anytime you over on this side of Although town. Although this mic man. screen stinks. <laughs> That's your breath. <laughs> I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I got to make the song cry. Good dude, I know you love me like cook food. Even though a nigga gotta move like a crook move. We was together on no block since free lunch. We should have been together having four seasons brunch.